everyone, welcome to Considered, a podcast where turtlenecks and good designs thrive. I'm Dasha. And I'm Stephanie, and we're two industrial designers considering all things design. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in into our first ever episode of the Considered Podcast. Welcome everyone. Whoop whoop. <laughs> so Steph, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I am doing pretty good for a Tuesday. Pretty well, like, good for a Tuesday? Yeah, it, it's dating the, it's dating us. Um, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Went through a nice little rainstorm on my way uh home today yeah for those of you who um are interested we live in edmonton alberta canada and um it is a province with ever-changing weather so we have had a hailstorm um just in the middle of the peak of summer i would say right now so we have had a a, an interesting time trying to record this episode but i'd like to say it's good luck (laughs) i think so i think so i think uh things happen in threes uh you know it was it was windy before and then it hailed and it rained and about an hour it's it's pretty sunny out so the snow's on its way Oh my god. <laughs> Stop it. You're gonna curse us. Putting bad energy Summer out. Summer isn't even here. Um yeah, we're 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 really excited though. Um today we just wanted to kind of introduce um ourselves, talk a little bit about um the reason for this podcast and uh welcome all the new listeners um and kind of get you guys excited about what's about to come. Uh, with the show that we're we've started so um, I guess to kind of start us off maybe you can kind of introduce us Steph yeah for sure so we're two uh, designers who just recently graduated from the industrial design program here at the University of Alberta so again here in Canada Um, and I think we really our intent behind the podcast was You know, we really wanted to stay up to speed and relevant with everything that's happening in the design world Mm post-graduation. And our concept for doing the podcast really kind of started during COVID-19. So when we were uh, forced to finish our last semester at home uh, in our bedrooms online, (laughs) so... Yeah, just kind of finding a way to um, really have, I guess we really have a really like tight-knit group mm-hmm. when you're in school. I think you see each other every day. You're constantly, you know, growing together. And yeah, it's like a really, really tight-knit Uh, community community, which I think as we've heard the design community really is overall I think regardless of where you end up Mm -hmm. so yeah the intent was to you know kind of foster that community and kind of join us on our journey as we step out as recent graduates and head into the professional uh, world yeah. yeah the professional world 
That is a pretty darn good intro. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. I think I think it, we are always, you know, we're kind of these fresh faced designers, and you know, if you're tuning in, tuning into this podcast, um, you're probably here for for a reason of learning with us because we're planning to, you know, read books, have a book club, um, talk to different designers, have discussions on current topics um, as a way to educate ourselves and others in, in this community. Uh, we might not necessarily have, you know, the most versatile um, advice for, for people right now just because we are ourselves starting out. But I think that it's also a really great opportunity because we are uh, really open-minded and that's kind of the reason actually for our title uh, we consider everything design we consider everything um, you know whether and, and we don't leave any kind of opportunities to learn out um, we want to learn about industrial design visual communication design um, you know architecture business marketing engineering how it all affects the world of design um, and you know Everything, everything you can possibly think of, uh, we kind of want to educate ourselves on so that um, eventually we can find our own place in the world of design and maybe even help some of you guys. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think, I think we need to address, I think we need, <laughs> yeah, Dasha, you did a good job of explaining our <laughs> rationale for the name of the podcast, but... I think we got to address the artwork. Yeah. And <laughs> the logo, the, intro. the branding. Yeah. <laughs> so that that turtleneck in the room, should I say? The turtle, turtle. <laughs> um, yeah. So the reason why we say um, this is this is where turtlenecks and good designs thrive is um, at least where we are right now and in the community of Canada I even going to be as precise as to say the community of um, you know western Canada we are very much into wearing turtlenecks you know very stereotypically wearing you know standout um, glasses as designers maybe wearing some blunt stones because you know we have very wintry environment here uh but yeah that is the stereotypical kind of dress up the get up of a designer here so i think that's <laughs> yeah yeah we're, we're definitely uh paying homage to uh our roots and <laughs> where we uh studied so yeah, I think we were talking about this story the other day about our grad photos. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> how we, I think we had like two separate days mm-hmm. and the attire for especially the industrial design uh, students, students yeah. were, you know, the black turtlenecks. Absolutely. Uh, the fresh, fresh cuts, but the, (laughs) the very bold, bold statement glasses. Absolutely. And of course the Blundstones. The Blundstones. You couldn't see them, but everyone was wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was, it's definitely a thing here. Uh, for sure. For sure. Like I could probably spot a designer from a mile away. (laughs) Oh yeah. We have a very strong. Yeah. uh, I mean, I wonder why that is. Is it, you think it's. I guess some of the greatest greats were were turtlenecks, like as you've mentioned. Um, yeah, I think when we were kind of doing 
just some like general research for the name of our podcast. We're kind of looking for some inspiration and we're talking about the turtlenecks and how, you know, Steve Jobs has that iconic black turtleneck. Absolutely. Which Apple in itself, again, is so design-centered. So yeah. maybe that's influenced industrial designers to... I think so. Embrace the turtlenecks. You know, it's it's the circle of life or <laughs> the turtleneck of life. I don't know. It's it's just how we roll here. It's a thing. I think we're, we're also talking about, is it... Are the black turtlenecks and the Blundstones location-based? Mm. So if you go to Germany or mm. if it, if you're in New York, mm-hmm. you know, our climate here is a little bit cooler. So a maybe... little bit is an under-exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have four full seasons, but are, you know, do we do the turtlenecks because it's a bit chilly and then maybe in somewhere like New York, is it like the classic black yeah t-shirt you know yeah, like is it yeah black I, layers <laughs> yeah you got you guys need to let us know yeah if, if there's anyone tuning in from outside <laughs> anyone out there <laughs> please let us know. Yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah let us know what your your thoughts are you guys can let us know at our instagram um we just created one yeah, our handle is uh, Considered Podcast, or you can send us an email, uh, considerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you could send us pictures of your, you turtleneck. know, your turtleneck or your graphic tee. Absolutely. Whatever it is. We Show w- us the, ki- the, the attire you're rocking. Yes. The design attire. Show us the <laughs> designer style. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so I think... That's the reason for the name mm-hmm. and the artwork. I yeah. think it's very us <laughs> and very uh, our past. So Absolutely. we'll rock it for now. Maybe we'll see what the, the future, future holds. holds. But yeah, <laughs> no, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so Steph, maybe we'll we'll start off by getting to know you a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, just to get to know you um, as a as a person as a designer how you got here essentially um so can you tell us a little bit about your roots yeah so uh hey guys my name is stephanie holden i was born and raised here in edmonton alberta canada so canada all the way Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's gonna come out it's gonna come out the (laughs) the amount of a's we use yeah Lots of sorries as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm a I'm a big sorry person. <laughs> oh, absolutely, dude. That's the stereotype. You gotta support it. Oh, just like the designer stereotype. <laughs> we're just built on, just you know, in, on. enforcing the stereotypes that we of live everything. by. It's it's great. Uh, yeah. So born and raised in Edmonton, Alberta. Um, in terms of design, I guess I was. I've always been fascinated with objects and their beauty and I think that stems back to my childhood and growing up very closely with my grandparents Mm -hmm. so my grandparents traveled all across the world um, and they always their house was always filled with such unique items from 
you know, Japan or Quebec, just just so many, yeah, interesting, interesting mm. objects. Um, and being from Edmonton, Alberta, you know, the blooming metropolis, uh, <laughs> it was it was interesting to always go over to their house. And I think I was telling you this last week. Mm-hmm. My grandma always, I would always love playing in her closet Mm -hmm. and she always had, you know, the most like beautiful bags and shoes Mm. and, you know, playing dress up Mm -hmm. and she had like kimonos, kimonos, kimonos. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah. So I think that was my kind of intro into, you know, the interest of design. And I remember throughout high school, uh, not even high school, I'd say junior high and elementary, um, my dad was a very big advocate for my creative side. So he would always get me these like, you know, little like coloring sets with like Mm -hmm. paint and crayons Mm -hmm. and I'd get one like every Christmas and I was always encouraged to, uh, to be creative and it was kind of known that I was. Um, but in high school, I didn't take any art classes or design classes. So that kind of left me in a pinch when Mm -hmm. I discovered the industrial design program. Um, but I would say the turning point for me getting into industrial design here was my first car. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So I think I was 17 and I knew what kind of car I wanted. I've grown up with three brothers who mm-hmm. uh, love cars and it's just kind of trickled down to my interests as well. So I purchased a 2001 Toyota Celica GTS six yes. speed. And <laughs> I was telling you this last week, but the funny thing is I had no idea how to drive a manual transmission or a mm-hmm. standard, Great. but I had to get one because <laughs> I had to you know, one up my brothers in a sense, you know, oh, like yeah. I'm a girl, I can drive a manual transmission no and you know, no idea. <laughs> it it was like burnt, burnt smoke. Uh, oh my gosh. But I eventually learned and I eventually got pretty good. That's good. I avoided hills for about two years. Oh my god. <laughs> And all of my friends would have this fear of me rolling back. But yeah, good times. Uh, I swear, this this story's positive. It's um, going in a good direction so far. Uh, well, actually, not, not so positive because I, I got into a car accident, which uh, kind of damaged my passenger side car, hmm. like door. Um, yeah, all the way from the front bumper to the back. Mm-hmm. So... I, you know, got it kind of in running condition, but I still had a big dent in the frame and I had to get a door replaced. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so that kind of forced me. I didn't want to sell my car because I loved my car Mm -hmm. and I've always loved cars. And I was a really big fan into like Fast and the Furious. I was kind of mentioning how I was watching... Uh, all the movies on Netflix <laughs> this week, you know, reminiscing. So, um, yeah, so that kind of accident made me want to remodel my car. Mm. So 
myself and a couple family members. We, I think I, I purchased an aftermarket body kit, which turned out to not fit the car. So we had to like sculpt it and model it to the car, Mm. uh, strip the paint, sanded. My first experience of excessive sanding oh my gosh uh, was little before did you know you had like four <laughs> years of that to come was before id so i was well versed in the sanding mm-hmm. the sanding profession so yeah uh we did the outside and we also did the inside and the finished result was a bubblegum pink <laughs> toyota celica Absolutely. Uh, with the black interior. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll post some pictures. I think our plan is to kind of add a graphic for each episode, like what we're, <laughs> what we're talking about. So I'll, I'll link it in the, in the, in the post that we're going to do. But yeah, I think the process of getting to kind of redesign or remodel my car Mm -hmm. and also the process of making I think kind of added to my or kind of backtracked into my creative side Mm. when I was younger yeah so yeah I fell in love with car design and Mm. my intent for applying to industrial design was becoming a car designer and I think with everyone that's kind of went into the program maybe Mm -hmm. what they intended on studying Mm -hmm. or pursuing has uh, altered quite a bit I can definitely say I'm still a huge fan of car design I think it's Mm -hmm. incredible but yeah I think I'm gonna pursue a different road at this point but I mean 10 years from now I'd be I'd be down to Design bubble some cars. Bubblegum pink. Yeah. <laughs> always, always with the, the bright colors. The Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know what's actually really funny? Yesterday, I saw a bubblegum pink car. And I mean, I didn't wear my glasses, so I couldn't know like if, if it was, you know, uh, the same brand, I guess. But the first thing I thought about was, oh, my God, is that Stephanie's modded car driving ah. right now? <laughs> is this the sign? <laughs> is this the sign that our podcast is? gonna do well yeah I don't know yeah (laughs) so anything (laughs) it's fate it's fate so funny story I ended up selling it Mm -hmm. um I went backpacking in Europe a couple Mm. years ago so I sold it prior Mm -hmm. I miss it every day but the the one thing that I didn't expect with redoing the car was the amount of attention Mm. that I received so I could be driving. Um, if somebody was walking across a crosswalk, you know, somebody would stop, pull out their phone, start taking pictures wow. of me in my car. Oh. Um, if you actually look up the hashtag Pink Salika on Instagram, you will find pictures of me. Oh my god! Yeah, did you became did I, you become insta famous? Man, back what was the, the name of your go. car? Did you name it? was it no not athena barbie would have been a good one (laughs) yeah honestly in the flesh (laughs) i don't think i named that car to be honest but (laughs) i know my like my car that came after that was athena but yeah i i the the attention was something that i never um prepared or even 
thought, like the reaction what? from people. I just was doing it for me and mm-hmm. yeah, people people loved it. That's and awesome. I ended up selling it to a lady in Red Deer hmm. uh, whose daughter was turning 16. Oh, so it was her cool her sweet 16 I was, gift and I was like, that's that's perfect. I couldn't you yeah. know, wish for it to go to a better home. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Remember, imagine her rolling up to her school and just being like, sweet 16, guys. Oh, look at my sick yeah. car. Uh, dude, that's an awesome story, though. That's that's such a, like, I completely can relate. I think a lot of designers can probably relate to that moment where they made something uh, with their hands or, like, with, with their creativity in a way. Um, and when it just like comes to fruition and it pays off and you like especially like industrial designers I think when you make you know that physical thing and it's actually being put to use and it's actually being produced or you're actually you know you put sweat tears and blood into it and it's actually working out for the best yeah like it's such a good feeling like it's I I can't describe that to I think anyone else out there Uh, but I'm sure that that's a lot of other professions experience it just in different ways but yeah that that is uh that's an awesome story though but yeah I'd say that's uh the main kind of driving force for me getting into the Mm. program and then pun intended yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think I think I've always um liked design like Mm -hmm. I think it was always you know underneath Mm -hmm. um what I was interested in but you know getting into the program learning about design and just continuing to grow and learn as much as I can has just been the most like great experience I couldn't imagine myself uh doing anything else or have taken anything else and been really you know excited about so that's I agree with you there. Yeah. So I guess that's my little tidbit of a story. But you have a a way more worldly, no. uh, you know, interesting story. No, that's not true. I think everyone has a, has a really <laughs> cool upbringing. Yeah, I guess um, for myself, uh, my name's Dasha. Um, Dasha Andrienko or Daria Sergeyevna Andrienko. Um, I am Ukrainian and I was born and raised in Kiev, Ukraine. Um, and I immigrated to Canada when I was 12 years old. Uh, so I guess I can still sometimes have a bit of an accent and I wonder if it's going to really come through in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So whoever is listening out there, if you guys are American and you think that this is the way Canadians sound, no, this is just me and my accent. (laughs) It's just Asha. (laughs) (laughs) It's just me. It's a weird combination because I've kind of picked up, you know, the Canadian accent, but I still have a bit of my old, you know, Russian slash Ukrainian accent kicking in. But yeah, I guess... Growing up in, in, you know, in Ukraine and post-USSR country, um, it's a completely different childhood. Um, And then having the chance to kind of move uh, to Canada midway through that childhood is was definitely like a really life changing experience. But I think my my first um, encounter with what we call today industrial design or design uh, was really through my grandpa. When he was working 
was was the was the days of the Cold War, and he was actually his profession was called an inventor, uh, and he all the lighting design that um, was in launched into space. So anything, any, any kind of, um, you know, um, up and coming inventions that were launched into space, such as, you know, uh, Sputnik or um, any other things during the space race that were launched during uh, the Cold War uh, by by the USSR. My grandpa, his hands were on it. His eyes were on it. He worked all the lighting portions of it. So um, he was just such a cool and jolly guy. And he passed on, you know, the little kind of knowledge uh, that he had before he died uh, onto me. Uh, he died at a, you know, at the age I was seven, but so I couldn't really get a lot um, in terms of, you know, in-depth knowledge from him. But I sure, sure definitely got um, a lot of passion from him, uh, especially when it comes to creating things. Um, and I love drawing, but for me, there was just something so much more about having the ability to, I don't know, create things with your hands and think things out um, and you know, build these things that will eventually have a larger impact on something else. Um, and I think that's definitely something that my grandpa taught me. I remember I would go down to his um, his laboratory and I would spend as much time as I could there before my grandma would take me away to do some other things. And he would always slowly kind of teach me about how to use the different machines like one time um, he made me a ring using all, as many machines that he as he could use for metal bending and metal curvature uh, and stretching and I just remember he made it so much fun and I was so happy that I was able to walk away with something at the end of that and I just fell in love with that honestly uh, to me his 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 workplace um, was just this glorious kind of jungle of you know machines and wood and um everything that to be quite honest our workshop here in industrial design studio is it kind of really reminded me of of what i experienced as a kid um even the smells of like oil and i know some to some people that's gross i think to my grandma it was pretty gross like she couldn't <laughs> understand why i was i was so excited to go down there but for me it was just this like incredible you know experience and yeah, just bonding time with him too. So I think that's unintentionally, I got really excited about that. And um, later on, when we came to Canada, I went through different stages, but I was really always focused on drawing and kind of developing my drawing skills. Um, eventually, I actually became obsessed with cosmetology and hair and because um, I kind of wanted to shift my creative gears almost and I worked in different hair salons for a long time and then I realized um, that honestly my roots definitely stem to to creating and um, I found out about the industrial design program at the University of Alberta and I applied and got in and you know four years later here I am I'm, I'm so excited uh, to have had the chance to do that because it's it's definitely um it's 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 a it's a completely different experience than I think a lot of people 
uh, might have in their in university degree. Um, when we pulled all-nighters, I think, we were all so incredibly passionate about what we were working on. And it was almost like our choice to do it in a way. Like, as a designer, I feel like you never want to stop working on, on your projects. Um, yeah, so it was, it was just a really beautiful experience to have and yeah going into it I didn't really have an expectation like I I wasn't like you stuff where I was like I'm gonna design cars after I leave like I didn't I wasn't specific on it yeah I just knew I wanted to be creative I wanted to be around people and I wanted to make a difference in this world somehow so um yeah right now I pursuing you know user experience service design strategy design social design and research design are kind of my main my main you know um my main focus essentially um because again I just that's the that's the portion I really fell in love with when I was in school so yeah that's kind of my background a little bit (laughs) yeah no I always love listening to your story (laughs) especially the uh yeah, your grandpa being, you know, yeah. an inventor with, you know, during the the space race. That's just yeah. so, that's so awesome. Yeah, but at the time, you know, everyone in USSR kind of lived humbly. So um, it was just considered something that was yeah. like, you know, it's not like he was p- getting paid more than anyone else, yeah. um, you know, or anything like that. Um, because it was just the time of USSR. If whatever job you did, you were just... You know, everyone was kind of more so on the same level. So, yeah. 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 But it, it sucks because my, my dad and my, my uncle, like, they they really had no interest in anything that my grandpa did. But he was such a cool dude. Like, he, just to give you guys an example, like, back in USSR, you only had so many options for cars, for, for you know, for everything. Like, you go into a store, you want to buy a pair of boots, um you'll have like two options for women, you know, and different sizes. Like, and there was actually a beauty to it. I know a lot of people from, from here, from this part of the world, they're, they, they just can't understand that. Uh, but there was a lot of beauty because it inspired people to be more creative and make their own clothing and make their own style. Uh, but he took that opportunity. Like he was, he built from scratch his own car. He built from scratch his own bike. He even made a boat that had a special engine. And at the front, it was like half a bike and half boat. So you were able (laughs) to kind of steer it like a bike. He was just such a cool dude. And then he made like a boat that was a boat within a boat. So at one point you can kind of, it was almost like, um like a spaceship how it like separates like he was just a cool dude like he had so many side projects i think he took like a bicycle put like a motor on it and it became like a speedy bicycle the first motorized bike (laughs) (laughs) but you know for for himself in ussr it was definitely like he, he was he was making you know quiet but but leaps um yeah and yeah, it, it it was definitely kept me, I think, inspired. And I never really connected the two of my like two dots until yeah. like I got older, and I realized like, wow, even even though I knew him for only like seven years of my life, um, he made such a huge impact. I think on what I want to be and who I am today. So that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely the term inventor mm-hmm. for me is so like. Were there people classified as designers, do you think, back in that day or Mm. hard to say? I mean, I don't I don't know. 
I don't think so. Um, Because it it sounds like he kind of did design elements, but also engineering. That's, I would say that's definitely what, what he did. Yeah. So a blend of the It was definitely like a blend of the two, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I even remember seeing like his journals and his drawings that he did of different products. Mm. So it was almost like he was an industrial designer sketching. Like, I was just like, wow, this is so crazy. Like, you know, just seeing... Because it, it's such a set, like it's such a different way of sketching. You see people sketching bodies all the time um, or beautiful pictures and landscapes. But to see someone sketch like a chair or, um, you know, parts and maybe it's just the, de- the industrial designer in me, but it's just so <laughs> sleek. It's just such a different feeling yeah. of like satisfaction that you get um, just looking at it because you can almost feel it. Like you can almost touch it like the texture is almost there, you know, like you can almost see it being made. So, yeah, it's just such a such an interesting thing. Yeah. To, yeah. To see. Yeah. I think a lot of people draw from real life Mm -hmm. or from what's in front of them so industrial design drawing you know drawing something from you know your mind essentially a concept that doesn't even exist yeah I think is such an interesting concept that we practice and that your grandpa seemed to have dabbled in absolutely that's, that's great yeah no he's he was a really cool dude for sure Uh, But yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, I guess we should kind of explain where where um, our where we see this um, endeavor going and this podcast going. Yeah, so I think the intent with the podcast was definitely to continue this community and this conversation past our undergraduate degree here at the U of A, I know we spoke about how, you know, the design community is so close-knit and it's such a great community to be a part of. And finishing school and everyone kind of going their separate ways, we wanted to find a way to uh, continue that conversation and continue that community. And not just within, you know, Edmonton, Alberta or Canada. I know we both have interest to seek opportunities um, outside of Canada so Mm -hmm. whether that be Asia or Europe Mm -hmm. or the U.S. Um, yeah and kind of opening up you know sharing our experiences and continuing to learn and progress and yeah just kind of continuing the the design you know conversation that Mm -hmm. we seem to always have um Considering everything design, man. Considering it all. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of kind of the, the type of conversations that we want to host on this podcast, uh, one of the things that we want to do is actually have a, a, a tiny book club. Uh, now, I know, I know many, many of us um, at a current day and age don't read as much. But hey, maybe. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm speaking just for myself. I am. Uh, I think it might be the four years of reading you know uh the curriculum that I had to read forced me to not enjoy you know outside reading as much but definitely I think it's so important to keep yourself educated 
um, about not only current events, uh, but also read what has happened in the past. You know, books that, but such as the design, the design of everyday things by <laughs> Don Norman. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's just so many fantastic things out there that has been written ages ago, but that serve that basis for design. And that's kind of what we want to do. We want to uh, start off a book club, have potentially a book a month, and um, we'll announce it in advance on our Instagram and maybe even in in a, a podcast at the beginning of a month. And then that way, you guys, if you guys choose to, can follow along. You guys can leave some comments on on our Instagram or even DM us anything that you thought of about the book that you were that that we were covering that month and that way we have like a really open conversation about it it's it'll be a really fun time i think for sure and and then for those of you who is don't read um or don't follow with us in in our book club I can at least get you know that that summary of the book and uh eventually smarts or sound smarter <laughs> within <laughs> conversations with other designers so we got you guys covered <laughs> yeah we, we got y'all um but yeah and then the other thing we wanted to have also is um having interviews with other designers out there uh of course since we're starting out in Alberta there's going to be a lot of designers and uh owners of various design studios from uh, from Edmonton Alberta or or just in general in Alberta but we'll try our best to interview um people outside of Alberta and also uh even potentially up outside of Canada as we said you know as this show grows and hopefully it keeps on growing uh, I'm sure we'll have more opportunities to to interview really interesting people and if you guys have any anyone who we wish to who you wish to hear an interview from uh, please DM us again and let us know because uh, we just want to consider everything we will consider your request. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the last thing I think to touch on is um, current events and topics of interest that we just wanted to talk about. You know, we, we've had four years of uh, going through this design program, and I, I just want to spill some tea, okay? I just want to have a time <laughs> to talk about the things that I went through and um, some challenges, some amazing things. But also, you know, both Steph and I, we, we worked in various, um, you know, starting level, but um, companies that are design companies or marketing companies where we were playing a designer role. So it'll be an interesting kind of way for us to kind of vent a little bit and also talk about anything that we think is kind of important to have uh chat upon as a designer yeah four, <laughs> four years is a long time and it's a long time i feel like we got lots to say absolutely definitely let me tell you you better grab your coffee your drink of choice your rosé <laughs> your rosé <laughs> you know, S- sip just... with us you know oh, yeah. whether that's an iced latte or yeah. you know a little little wine <laughs> yeah just to give you guys um, um a visual of us currently recording we're oh, actually in in uh stephanie's car right now 
uh, with our windows shut closed, uh, sweating our Ooh, butts off. She's cooking. She's cooking. <laughs> Just recording this this show, but you know you gotta you gotta do it. You gotta do the grind. COVID has presented some interesting challenges. Yeah, that we've had to adapt to. Absolutely, man. We had a plan and a location for where we were gonna record. But... Both of our houses are very loud. Lots of loud news channels and lots of <laughs> creaking floors, creaking floors, and yeah, we got we had to improvise. Yeah, so we're we're in in my car. It's probably about <laughs> about thirty two degrees in here, and I'm wearing a sweater. Yeah. I can actually feel the sweat dripping down. My face. Me too. You're turning a little bit red. You know how uh, it is. Could be the sunburn, but you know. <laughs> I'm going to go with it's just warm. It's here. just warm. Here. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll snap a picture of our recording setup. Oh, it's actually, absolutely. it's actually pretty good. It's cozy. It's, it's cozy. It's cozy. Um, up until it gets to, you know, 30 degrees. And, and so, you know what? There's going to be people listening here. They're going to be like, oh my God, 30 degrees. What a lovely le- weather. But I think you guys have to understand that as people who live um, in, in Canada, Alberta, where there's, you know, negative 30 degrees Celsius winters uh, most of the time, like nine months of the year, for us, this is hot. <laughs> oh, we we experience both extremes on the spectrum. So, you know, you're, yeah. you're minus 30 and you're plus 30 yeah. in about what four months yeah yeah, yeah no. it's we got we know how to adapt yeah oh we're absolutely. from alberta yeah you know covid covid does have has nothing on has us nothing okay on. we are oh, innovative yeah. innovative ladies from alberta yeah <laughs> maybe that should have been the podcast <laughs> name coming um, to you live yeah. from innovation from alberta yeah well, I guess to round off this first episode, we wanted to introduce a little tagline that honestly is a bit of our motto that we live by, and hopefully you guys can live by it as well. So thanks guys for tuning in, and remember, next time you design, be helpful, be thoughtful, and be considerate. <laughs>